Monday. What up, what up? Happy Monday. Happy Monday it is. Today's date is... Uh, no idea. July something. Is it? It's it almost is. August. It's fucking hot outside. It's fucking hot as balls. Hey, yes, before we is. get started, though, we've had a lot of comments. We have some great reviews on iTunes. Yeah. And a lot of people um, that have left a review <clears throat> and even more that are downloading it. So if you have not gone to iTunes, if you're still wondering... Um, if you have to watch live on Facebook or when, once you see it on Facebook, if you have to watch it there, I know it can be a little bit hard because you got to keep your phone or your laptop open, but, uh, are, we are available on iTunes. Yes. Um, and it's been coming out great. We've got a great response from it. A couple of questions that have come from that. We're going to talk about today, but we obviously, <clears throat> I'm sure like anybody else, but especially with us growing mm-hmm. and, uh, and just getting some traction, man, it's great to have the support that we've had mm-hmm. so far and, and your review is on there. Any honest review um, that you have, appreciate it. Subscribing. Super, super helpful. Appreciate it. Yeah. And yeah. we are on YouTube as well. If you're watching this on Facebook, we are on YouTube. Uh, we're right. building our channel over there. So if you want to see our pretty faces, give us a subscribe over there. Uh, yeah. And, uh, and again, like the comments, I like how they stay there and it's not necessarily like Facebook where it kind of is fleeting, you know? Yeah. So, um, YouTube's good, but we had a post on, uh, Instagram this past week, about ask, a couple posts ask, yeah. or uh, a poll. <clears throat> oh, okay. Yeah. Asking for some feedback as far as what people like us to cover. And today's did, topic. I did a poll on straight accident. from there. Yeah, I'm sorry. What was your Cut poll? You what was your poll? It was on accident. It was when I uploaded the video. I shared the video <clears throat> on Facebook, but I was like, I got fat thumbs. I got your thumbs. <laughs> and I clicked like some other X on the side. So it created a poll. So the video uploaded. And then literally the poll what? was like 100 or X. <laughs> it was like, stupid. But it's so me. It's like, hey, look. Yeah. You like this shit or not? Don't give me the fucking <laughs> middle of the road. Like, hey, if I'm at home and I'm like super that's bored, true, but I need an idea. Like, no, fuck that. Yeah, Listen, true. you like it or not. If you like it, I can fuck with you. <laughs> and if you don't, man, I, pre- I appreciate your honesty. Don't yeah. listen to it. Don't waste yeah. your time. I get it. Uh, but with that being said, uh, we do read comments. A lot of questions kind of pop up from there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our questions, we love to read out, you know, read out where they come from mm-hmm. and then just kind of dive through it. Um, so super fun. So if you guys mm-hmm. ever want us to talk about something, please send that in, um, you know, through Facebook or mm-hmm. again, YouTube or iTunes. And if you just need that long form where you can shut your phone off and or shut your screen off and be in the gym. I know I listen to podcasts in the gym a lot. So, um, yeah, iTunes is a good spot for you. Yeah. And today, uh, today's question uh, came from somebody. And I think this is going to touch, you know, touch home with a lot of our listeners because we're all extremely self-motivated people. I mean, I imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you have something to do with business or entrepreneurship, or you're just a motivated person that wants to learn how to live better. And I, I know one thing that we struggle with a lot as, as self-motivated people is saying yes to too much and taking on too much. Uh, when you're a self-motivated person, and I know a lot of times you have a hard time saying no to things. So we're diving into that today. I like it. <clears throat> and just full disclosure, you know, I think you, you can, for me, it takes a long time before you got to say no to something. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like if you think, oh, I'm overworked or I'm tapped out, I think maybe it just comes down to being a resourceful. Mm-hmm. I think it comes down to time blocking. Mm-hmm. Like I think, mm-hmm. you know, just, just, so just full disclosure, as we start talking about this, like in my opinion, just mine, maybe mm-hmm. others, but just mine, you know, being overworked, being too busy, <clears throat> needing to say no to business mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, mm-hmm. should be the last thing that happens. Yeah. Because well, and- if your systems are in play, right, if you're being resourceful and you're and you're delegating things, you know, to who should be doing it, even mm-hmm. if you're just, a, you know, a one-man band, like you don't have to make your own flyers. Mm-hmm. Kinko can make your flyers. Right. 
just an example. But yeah. if you have that decentralized command and there's delegation that's going on and you're not doing everything mm-hmm. and what you do have to do mm-hmm. <clears throat> or the meetings you do have to be at, you're time blocking um, and you're utilizing every single tool that you have to prepare for that. Already, then yeah. once you get too busy, but then it's right. at that point, I bet you know how to scale. I bet well, you know how to bring more people well, and on here's, the team before you have to say no. So just, you know, yeah. hold on a minute because I know you're about to go all <laughs> smoking <laughs> weed, fucking chilling on me no, here in no, a minute. No, 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 no. You're going to give everybody an out. Nope. <clears throat> so before mommy gives you an out, daddy wants to talk to you. Fine. Finish your thought. Come here. Come here. Daddy it's wants not where I was going, though. But I know you're not. Thought. But it's right. Monday. And we're drinking whiskey. I'm all talking right. shit. <laughs> right? We're best friends, Eli. I mean, oh, I said that. Oh, shit. Aww. We are. Okay, we I'm gonna, are. I'm going to put that. That's going to be like your new text notification. Like, Best friend. Yeah. But, okay, all, all jokes aside, just have some, have some, man, just give yourself some thought here prior mm-hmm. to getting to that is just making sure that you're really maximizing every single tool that you have before you start kicking business. Because right now we're yes. talking business. We're going to be talking about saying no yep. to business or yep. saying no yep. to certain things to make sure that you're still prioritizing your time and that you're mm-hmm. productive and that the quality of work that you still do is good. Mm-hmm. Yep. One of that's going to dive into goals. If your goal is to grow, well, then you're going to have to be resourceful and have some resources to take care of the growth that's coming yes. so you can scale it. <clears throat> Secondly, even if you're just a one man band, time blocking and other mm-hmm. tools that we can use to make sure we're, we're working as efficiently as possible before mm-hmm. we blame it on being overworked, mm-hmm. I think is important. Mm-hmm. Long-winded, a lot of shit talking right now, <laughs> but just please have some of that context as we dive yes. in today because you and I both know a lot of people fall back and I'm overworked versus no, you're just not organized. Right, right, right. right. And and also let's, uh, let's take into consideration not just business, but saying no to social events and friends and family. No, you didn't. And um, let's add that on to it. No, you did let's, not. Let's add that <coughs> on to it. So, dude, the new Avengers came out. What are right, you doing right, right now? Right, dude. Right. And, and you got I go. Zed playing at Red Rocks all the goddamn time. I, go, I got to be there. Yeah. And that's Fuck. three days that you're out for that one night. <laughs> or, uh-huh. or we got we heard one before too, right? Oh, Fourth of July weekend. Oh, God. Yeah. That's hey, the whole week. Listen to me. Marines, we're very simple. I'm not going to say I'm the smartest dude. <clears throat> it's the 4th of July. I'm assuming that's a day. Not the fourths of, <laughs> of July's. And, and listen, okay, you're gonna miss some shit. Yeah. It depending on your goals mm-hmm. and what you wanna what you wanna gain as far as business. Mm-hmm. But it's temporary if you mm-hmm. build it the right way. Mm-hmm. You, you know. So let's kind of dive into that. Yeah. You know, I know you want to say these things differently than me. Well, dealing that, with guilt. Dude, honestly, <laughs> that's what's good about having us here is like you know, at our core, we're very, very similar. Yeah. But you know, I think it is kind of good. Your core is way like better than contrast. mine. No, your shits, <laughs> oh, you're ripped, you, and buddy. I'm fucking fat right now. You got a great <laughs> Dude, core. You're fucking hard as shit. I felt that. <laughs> I am not. I felt hard. that. <laughs> Don't just say that. Don't go there today. Uh, it's Monday. We're having some whiskey. One of those days. But just to kind of cover this, so if you guys are listening and you want to hear more, here's kind of like what we're going to be covering today <clears throat> as far as subcategories mm-hmm. that are diving into this overall bigger topic here. It's just respecting your product. Don't reply. Not mm-hmm. that you were. We're going to get to all these. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Respecting your product. As in like just doing quality work and knowing when to say no and just not saying yes to everything and then you end up watering down your product and you don't do well and then continued business from there. It's just, it's not necessarily good, right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember growing up, now I'm commenting more. Now I'm elaborating. But remember Mongoose? BMX the bikes, bikes, yeah. Baller. 
the best. The man. second they sold the Toys R Us and tried to mass produce garbage, oh, Walmart, <coughs> yeah, cheap cheap pegs, yep. Right, and then if you got caught with a mongoose, hey, you're the Walmart kid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. So Dude, I know that man. One example: dealing with guilt. So mm-hmm. if you are saying no to work, to you know, like as in you just can't take mm-hmm. any more on. You don't want anyone to make sure it's quality or family time, mm-hmm. <clears throat> fun time, friend time, whatever it is. Is there any guilt that comes with that? If so, why? How to deal with that? Again, taking too much on, right? So what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. I think we can kind of dive into that. We already have a little bit. Self-respect overall. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know we talked about respecting mm-hmm. your product, but then self-respect is a little different. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about that. Again, saying no. I guess I already wrote that. <laughs> and then, and then um, we're assuming you're self-motivated. But I think, yes. <clears throat> I think we should talk about a little bit of self-motivation or being self-motivated i love sure. starting with like basics man and just giving at least our interpretation of who a self-motivated person looks like mm-hmm. and maybe you feel like you're self-motivated but you don't have as much direction so you're not doing much but you're like man i'm motivated but like ah, i'm not doing shit so eli maybe dive in a little bit into that as well once mm-hmm. you cover that topic and just let's give some context to being a self-motivated person that way as we cover the rest of these, we have some direction. Yeah, sure. So that makes sense. So when we talk about being a self-motivated person, um, let's talk in the context of either employees or entrepreneurship or whatever. But um, you know, at the at the core of it, you're you're self-motivated. So you know what that means to me is that you like to get things done for people. You like to help uh, connect people to a solution. And a lot of you guys, you're you're employees out there, but you're just kind of that guy or that girl for for people where when they need something, they know who to come to. You're resourceful, you're kind of go-getter. Uh, and maybe a go-getter is kind of a better word for that than maybe. you know self-motivated. But you know, with that comes a certain uh, expectation, I think, from people that you are just going to do things. You're easy to work with, you're easy to get along with. Well, where does that come you from, say right? say yes to a lot of things. <clears throat> where does that come from from the individual? So for me, yeah. right, to be as broad as possible, <clears throat> for me, like someone who is self-motivated, mm-hmm is very resourceful, which means they can pull from YouTube. They can pull from friends or like yep. they can pull from other resources and like be able to connect the dots with just things. motivate right. themselves. Right. Nobody's right. screaming at them and yelling at them or, or having to drag their ass, mm-hmm. you know, to the gym. Like they're able to get up and get out of bed upon their own accord to get it done. Whether they need to say nice things to himself in the mirror and, sh- you know, throw their fucking hands in the air mm-hmm. and, and, and listen to kind music, whatever it is, meditate, <clears throat> um, Whatever it may be, self-motivated for me is just people that are extremely resourceful, as in if you need to listen to Tony Robbins, if you need to listen to YouTube, whatever it is. But once your day starts, you show up prepared. Mm -hmm. You're not showing up dragging ass waiting for someone else to then motivate you slash borderline convince you to then do something with your day. Right. You're able to, again, either just something internally motivates you Mm -hmm. or maybe there's some days where you're dragging a little bit, but you can pull from a resource Mm -hmm. that requires... That requires not anyone else's time. Yep. So, for example, like YouTube. Hey, I want to listen to Tony Robbins. Cool, he's already filmed it. Like, mm-hmm. you're not waking him up. You know, He's not missing a meeting to motivate you directly. You're listening online. You're listening to a podcast. You're listening to this, whatever it may be. But, again, you're not having to pull from any other resources in, in real time to then have someone else convince you to sure. attack your day. Yep. It's, very, yep. it's very individual. Yep, right? yep. And then um, with that... But can you be so self-motivated, I guess, to a fault? Is that where we're kind of, is that where you, yeah, you want to go with yeah, this Yeah, because then, okay. and dude, and that's, again, I have dealt with that for years and years and years, man, because part of it was Weird. because uh, I was uh, 
on a quest. You know, you know, you're looking for something, but you're not really sure what it is. So you're trying to do a lot of things. Yeah. You know, you're kind of intentionally trying to do a lot of things to put yourself in a lot of different scenarios. But then what, you know, pros and cons. Pros, you get a lot of experience doing a lot of different things. Cons, you gain the bad habit of just saying yes to everything. Um, which in the start, I don't think is a bad thing. Like I think some people do need to say yes to more in the beginning, but to what, whatever, the, whatever and I'm it only is. challenging yep. you to try to, yep. cause a lot of this is ideological yep. and I want to try to like challenge that the best that I can to make it, to make it as practical, as practical as possible. Yep. Cause what we're not doing today is fucking rah rahing you. So you can listen to this tomorrow morning, get your ass up. And oh then yeah. It's no, the no, opposite. No. Yeah. Very practical as in <clears throat> just very matter of fact, like for examples, yeah. right? So yeah. Hey, early on, I think you should say yes to a lot of things. Yep. So let's use, well, re let's use real estate for an example. So, okay. so in real, we're in real estate. You happen to meet somebody and they're looking for an investment property. Mm -hmm. You've never bought or searched for or know much about investments, but someone says, hey, I'm looking for an investment property. Is that something you can do? Yes. Being a self-motivated person, the answer is yes. Here's why that's okay. Mm -hmm. With that example specifically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm that investor is probably pretty vet, pretty vetted mm -hmm. and they understand the process. So if you bring them a bullshit deal, they're going to go, Hey man, appreciate it. But the numbers don't work for me. Here's why. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so you're not costing anybody anything. Mm -hmm. You're able to, they're able to like protect themselves. Right. 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 If you've never sold a house before and someone says, Hey, we're selling our $900,000 house, mm -hmm. you know, or mm -hmm. our 1.5 in Cherry Hills village. Hey, you sell houses, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, you know, We'd like for you to sell our house. Great. Yep. But with conditions. And this is where mm -hmm. being resourceful still has to come into play. And this is where in business and respecting your product, you fuck that deal up. You're not getting any resources from that mm -hmm. ever. And, 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 you know, and again, you're playing with people's money. You're playing mm -hmm. with people's property. This is a big deal. These are mm -hmm. the most expensive purchases and sales of their life. So mm -hmm. to a condition, right? Like if, some, if I was super brand new and someone said, of course I want to take the deal and I'm already right. And some people are counting their money or maybe I'm a, I'm like counting my money before I get it. Right. But <clears throat> I think what you should do is be resourceful and make sure that someone can come in and supervise and maybe you're going to yeah, pay exactly. them 25% of that, yep. but you've got to do it. And then, or the maybe end, they're going to pay you 25%. Yeah, but I still think going about it, I th yeah, okay, yeah, you'll give them a discount. But at the end of the day, if you don't know what you're doing, you don't know what you're doing. Right. So that's like, man, that's like going to a discount dentist. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. I'm brand new and I never went to school, mm -hmm. but I'll, hey, dude, I'll do it for a hundred bucks. Well, well, fuck, man. Well, no, if thanks. You, I'm but, saying if you source it out to somebody oh, that does know what they're doing right. and you're like, fuck, man, you take 75% of the deal, I'm going to learn through this. Oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, right, right, right. But again, that's where it's being, it's being resourceful and just, you have to have enough of that self-awareness and you have to respect people around you enough to just, again, if we're speaking to that mm -hmm. example specifically in real estate, yeah, man, like, mm -hmm. I, you know, so just, we just, we have to be careful with saying yes to everything. And then what is saying yes to too much and then right. making sure that you're still putting your clients first mm -hmm. or putting mm -hmm. your brand first and making sure that respect and integrity is there mm -hmm. before anything else, mm -hmm. right? So let's so let's pretend that you've got a successful business or you're starting to gain some success in the industry that you're in, right? You've been saying yes to a lot of things. You've gotten to a place to where business is running. I got an idea. And hold on. And, well, I don't want to hold on. What's up. your idea? I'm, I'm just trying to stay practical. <laughs> what's your idea? I know. I'm cutting you off now. You, what's usually your idea? you cut me off. No, what? <laughs> usually I cut you off? Oh, no. motherfucker. No. Yeah. All right. So here's my idea. What? I, th because if you're, if we're imagining having, if you're like, Hey, okay, hypothetically, you've got a, you've got a business and it's, okay. it's successful and you're growing and you're taking on more. I think some of those guys have a grasp on what their direction is. And I know 
what's too much, what's not. So how about we just go a little bit further back? Hold okay. on. Let's still yep. talk. Yep. Let's still yep. talk yep. that. But let's go chronological. Okay. Let's start from brand new. Okay. To like intermediate. Okay. And then to where we're at now because we can't speak past where we're at. So for example, use yourself as when you first started becoming a personal trainer, mm -hmm. okay? And you're brand new, and then hypothetically, everybody wants to train with you, or mm -hmm. every gym wants you to be at their gym, or mm -hmm. something like that. But I think brand new, it the, like, the time is so precious when you're, like I know when you're a big deal and, and you can get sued, you got a lot of money to lose, I get it. There's mm -hmm. risks when you're huge. <clears throat> but when you're brand new, and it's very make it or break it, mm -hmm. And we're saying yes to as much as we possibly can to just get something fucking going to see yeah. what sticks so we can right, work right. in that direction. How as a trainer, right, or if you, if you can speak to that mm -hmm. if you want to or something else, but I think brand, brand new before we get to immediate is mm -hmm. still a little bit important, especially because, man, maybe somebody that's immediate right now might realize they fucked something up when they're brand new. So yeah. I want to make sure that we just start chronologically yep. from the beginning. Yep, yep. So Adam and Eve, so, so, let's hear it. So being brand new, what I think you do have on your side, Will's making faces at me. What what I do think you have on your side is time. You have more time than anything when you're brand new at something, right? I don't know. Subjective. <laughs> so what? I'm not trying to say. I'm not, no, that's true. I'm not arguing you yep. today. I know so, it sounds like it. But and here's the deal. <clears throat> I'm trying to play everyone else today. I'm not trying. Yes. But I'm trying to put myself in the in the in the listener's mm -hmm. position right now of trying to challenge everything you say to just make yes. it as practical as possible. Yep. So when you say like well, time. Mm -hmm. Well, you have time, kind of. But what if you quit your full-time job to be a realtor and you got 90 days to make a fucking buck right. or you're fucking done? I don't know. Like, but so you've got time. You're not doing your other job. You're a realtor. Okay. You don't have any clients. You got time. Touche. We got to say yes to some shit. Sustain. You know, <laughs> we got to say yes. Sustain. Well, and, 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 you know, we can use a photographer. You can use a website designer, you know, if you don't have any clients when you're just starting out, you're going to have time. Okay. That's, I see what you, okay. I see what you're saying. That's the point to where you're going to just have to get some reps in and, you know, find out what you don't know. Really. A lot of times you just don't know what you don't know. Right. And here's what's, here's what's interesting too. Like even prior to that, what are you selling or what are you building? Like if you're in sales or uh -huh. marketing or a product or you, okay, I'm a, I'm a realtor. <clears throat> okay. What are you selling? Mm-hmm. It's not a it's house. Just a, it's Don't a, get yeah. me fucking started. <laughs> like, do you want me to answer this? If I know the answer. If you're in real estate, yeah. stop selling houses. If you're in pretty much any service-based industry. Stop selling you're not a product. Sell, yes, you're not selling a product. <clears throat> right. And, but then you got to think like- What are know, they selling though? We have themselves. Sold. There we go. But here's what's so crazy. Mm -hmm. Okay. When, we, when you and I first started this whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. You remember when they would teach like, okay, what's your- Oh, it's God. It's so good, man. I just want to hold on. Let me get some whiskey. <laughs> I hope you're watching me right now. Uh, remember those classes <clears throat> where they would um have you picture your ideal client. Mm -hmm. Who's your client? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. Close your eyes. Who's your client? Okay. My client is late thirties and they're on their second home and they got one kid, a little boy. His right. name's Marcus. And right. Yeah. And okay. And why is that your client? Well, because that's me. I, I'm this, and I'm I'm close to that age, and and yada yada, right? Like, yeah. what the fuck, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen to me. No, don't fuck it. Don't listen to me. I don't care. Listen to me. Listen to me. Okay, fuck it. <laughs> Only people have a choice. I right have now. I have a hard time. Like, if like, if you would have told Eminem spoke about this, the rapper, <clears throat> right? He spoke about how shocked he was when seventeen year old white boys were like. 
80% of his concerts mm -hmm. because he never had any like white support from the underground and this and that. You know why? Just lack of exposure. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it just wasn't, it just wasn't there yet. Right. But once all these suburban white boys that just were never good enough for their dad and, and whatever they were going through could relate to him because his rap was real and it kind of spoke mm -hmm. to them to an extent mm -hmm. and like maybe they came from white trash, whatever it was, blew his mind. Mm -hmm. But then it also made sense at the same fucking time. But if he would have like, okay, what's my, look at me, I'm Eminem. What's my ideal client? Fuck. Right. Dude, like who right. am I making music for? Well, and that's saying, and <sighs> that's that's saying no. So that's him. Had he said no in the beginning and no, that's not my clientele. And what no, I'm getting at not. is when we're talking about like who's our, right. who your client is or like what am I saying? Yep. Look at your friends and your family and your sphere and like just what's around you in the first place. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, and this is why being true to yourself is so important, man, because mm -hmm. you and I, we have people on this team, on our team, mm -hmm. soccer moms. Oh mm -hmm. my God, they're, they're proper and they speak well. And, yep, yep. But they listen to gangster rap. Right. right. <laughs> and, you, and you're like, hey, that's so cool. But then you go, oh, nothing on the surface explains why you're on this team. Yeah. But once I get to know you, now I know why you're on this team. And thank yes. God you and I were honest through video. Mm -hmm. So people at least had an idea of what they were getting themselves into. And then same mm -hmm. thing with our, with our clients. We work with people like, I feel like there are people, mm -hmm. right? Like, there's just, some, there's just something right. about them that just vibes with us. Right, and right. It might be the most odd thing, but it's there. So yes. getting, I'm going to let you get back to your point. But the reason why you're your product is it's your truth. Like right. it's not, you're not selling, oh, I'm selling a house. So is everybody else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Welcome to Denver. Mm -hmm. Everybody <clears throat> is selling a house. And there's companies out there right now, man, that want everybody to have a real estate license. Right, right, because right. it's so easy to get one. And they're thinking attrition, right? They're just thinking like, well, if we have 5,000 people with, you know, a license and they give us one deal a year. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, that's 5,000 deals, mm -hmm. right? So there's that out there. And this is why you have to be so true to yourself. Mm -hmm. So when we're getting back to this whole thing and figuring that all out, kind of figure out who you gravitate to or who, who's gravitating yeah. to you. And that's and versus that's part of trying to fit into a box that maybe you don't fit and into. And that's part of saying yes to a lot is you're going to try a lot Great of things point. and you're going to be able to see, okay, where do I fit? What am I naturally good at? And, you know, using real estate, if you try dabbling in some investing, you try dabbling in some luxury, try dabbling in some for sale by owners, whatever, you're going to find where you kind of click and where you have a little bit of success. And then you can start putting more time, more effort, more energy in there. Right? Agreed. Agreed. Right. Mm -hmm. And you don't know what you don't know. Yes. You know, like we were talking yeah. to one of our agents today, <clears throat> it's his birthday. We're having a little bit of fun and, and getting some lunch and, you know, we're talking about like off market. Yep. or vacants and things like that and just the approach with that and again like you might crush that like hey man you're if you're from a certain demographic or from a certain neighborhood and that neighborhood is transitioning right now and you can speak to it and you feel like you know those people in that community and you know yeah. block by block what's going on man that might be a home run so mm -hmm. <clears throat> hey even though dressing up and wearing suits is fun and being fancy sometimes is fun man you you might really crush this over here so again, you don't know what you don't know, which is why yeah. you're right. You got to say yes, maybe to as much as possible mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. while still being able to put adequate effort to it yes. to figure out like right. what your sauce is. Yeah, that's key. And mm -hmm. and then, you know, going forward a little bit, um, because I think, again, you know, people that I think are really going to click most with this podcast are the people that have done that already and they're starting to find some success. So let's fast forward a little bit to there. So you're, yeah. you're starting to find success in, in what it is that you're doing. Things are starting to click. And with that, get comes more attention. With that attention comes more requests to do shit, right? 
more clients, different types of clients, more opportunities. I use that in quotes because they're not all opportunities. Uh, more people asking you to do <sighs> things, just more, more of yeah. everything is going to come with that. Agreed. That's so, where people get stuck. <clears throat> agreed. No, I, I agreed. And I think you've got two options and I wrote these down here. Mm -hmm. And this is all kind of go, it's going to kind of dive into your why. I can't speak to your why. I don't know all of your why is out there, but you've got to figure out what's your why as far as like why you're doing what you're doing in the first mm -hmm. place. Secondly, you know, why you chose that and what your goal is with that. So your why and your goal are not the same thing. Like mm -hmm. if my why is to take every life experience I've ever had, <clears throat> mainly the ones that most people can't relate to, and then influence as many people as I can with those experiences to make as many people better as possible, well, then my goal would be at scale, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. Or if yours is to provide for family, Hey, I want to provide for my kids and my wife or, or my husband and my kids. You know, if it's a woman out there, that's, that's crushing. There's a lot of that out there too, right on. Um, and then, but you also want to balance family time <clears throat> where you say, Hey, I want, I want this much time with my family. I want this many vacations. And, mm -hmm. and once I hit this goal here financially for the near future, I don't need to necessarily go anymore. You really got to be in tune with your why and your goal. <clears throat> now, with that being said, moving a step forward, you got two options that I can think of off the top of my head that come to mind when you're starting to take on more like you're talking about, right? Two options. You can either scale, correct? Or you can be exclusive. Mm, okay. Ooh, I like that. That's that whiskey yeah, talking. I like that. Hey, yeah. <laughs> exclusivity. So, so let's talk about those. Now, let's talk about these because exclusive, there's something fun about being exclusive mm -hmm. because when we say, hey, I want to <clears throat> only work this much time. And I need time with my family and I'm not willing to, to just go grind every weekend and do all the stuff for everybody else. Like, hey, here's where my income is at. Okay. So maybe you want to be exclusive, mm -hmm. correct? But your income can still increase, can't it? Tell me because, how. Oh, tell me how. Will. Well, supply and demand, my okay. friend, right? Ah, the yes. supply of time and the demand right. of your work. Yeah. So yeah. if there's that much demand for you, but you're exclusive because you're only going to take on so many clients or you're only going to put out so many pictures or mm -hmm. you're only going to make so many types of shirts mm -hmm. you can charge more for that shirt can't you mm -hmm. for or the you same product for your hour for the same product for the product right. whatever right so let, right so or whatever service you're giving right mm -hmm. you can charge more mm -hmm. because there's a demand for it mm -hmm. <clears throat> now if you aren't shit yet like eli and i we're not mm -hmm. shit right mm -hmm. full disclosure we ain't shit okay <laughs> for all you people listening to that shit ain't talkers. shit we're not shit <laughs> <laughs> right, bro. I'm just waiting for yeah, someone to go, who yeah, the fuck yeah, are you? Yeah, I'm yeah, nobody, bro. Yeah, I'm nobody. Yeah. That exclusive route, <clears throat> right? If it, maybe you're, a, let's say you're a mom and you've got a career or whatnot, but maybe you've got like a side hustle with cookies mm -hmm. and you make birthday cookies and different event cookies, but there's only so much time you want to give to that. <clears throat> if you start having that demand of more, well, then you can just charge more. You don't have to give up any more time. You just charge more for your product because it's that good. Mm-hmm. Prior to being a big deal, <clears throat> you can't just expect that you can charge ast astronomical prices mm -hmm. because you haven't really earned your keep. Right. Right. So you got to keep that in perspective. Or if your goal is kind of like Eli and I, where you want to scale, maybe you're a contractor and you're doing a couple of flips a year and you're starting to get more demand for it. You got realtors reaching out to you and you want to scale it. Now you have to become more resourceful. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll let you kind of mm -hmm. lead into that with your opinion. But again, two options I think you have. Once you're at a point to where, hey, growth is starting to come. Hey, I'm successful. I've got a product. I know my why. I know my goal. More is starting to come in. Mm -hmm. Once you get to that bottleneck of more coming in, 
you either scale or you become exclusive. And I, and I think uh, let's touch on exclusivity for a minute because I have personal experience that with with, uh, with when I was a trainer. <coughs> yes, and, dude. There's uh, trainers out there that charge a thousand bucks an hour. Or some and, crazy and, shit. Well, right? and here's the hard part: is going to your full clientele and telling them, "Hey, I need to start charging more." That's the hard part, and I had to do that two times over the course of my career. And every time I was super worried about it. Every time people were more than happy to pay more, especially because they already knew my value and they're just like, Hey bro, all good. You know, well, and you're exclusive in that conversation. It's kind of like, yes. Hey, <clears throat> Bill, love you, man. You've been here since day one. And I've got a pretty high demand as far as like more people that want to, you know, take my time. Mm -hmm. But I was, I've also got some goals and aspirations of what I want to have for myself. And, you know, instead of me having to work seven days a week, <clears throat> I can still work four. Yep. As long as I charge more for the time that I do have and I've got, and here's the deal at the end of the day, if you got 30 more people want to pay that price, this is where you have to start making decisions. Right. Right. Because right. you can still balance that family mm -hmm. time. And I like that. <clears throat> I like that process because there are, man, there's, ex there are successful trainers that are able to do that. Now <clears throat> there's online courses. There's a ton of stuff trainers get into to get super creative, right? Yep. With meal plans and their online course for five bucks. That's scale. Even though it's right, even though it's written and it's more of a scale process. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a little convoluted to dive into. Yeah. So I want to keep it basic for today. But, you know, a lot of guys get paid a lot more money. Mm -hmm. Once that demand is built up and they don't necessarily have to work more. The fact that the demand is there says you can charge more. Yes. And I think hands down, that is the answer to your question. If you guys are out there and you're like, yeah, I love what I do and I love my clients, but I, I, I'm not paying my bills or I'm not, you know, I'm paying my bills, but I'm not able to save and I can't, I need money to scale. I want to scale, but I need money to scale. You already have people that know, like, and trust you charging them more is your answer. Oh boy. As long as there's a demand. Cause you can't go bullshitting your clients and be like, Hey bro. So here's the deal. Mm -hmm. And you're full of shit. Well, if you, if Cause what you, if they're like, Hey, cool man. But yeah, that's too much for me. I'm out. You, oh, fuck. Yeah. And that's where self-awareness <clears throat> comes just, in. Well, that's no, where that's integrity, where man. Like you don't, you can't lie to a client and look, if you don't have the demand, you got to have a reason to like have some, this mm -hmm. is where it comes down to like respecting your product. Mm -hmm. If you're going to go to a client and talk about charging them more, why either you have the demand or <clears throat> maybe the market mm -hmm. has just changed yeah. and the market Fuck, bro! You're training. You're training someone for five years. Yeah. What happens to milk over five years? What I happens to cars over five years? All like, for it. Not yeah. not doubting you here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just making sure people understand that you've got to articulate the value. Yes. Absolutely. So if you're going to charge people more, there's either a demand for it, absolutely. or maybe the market's adjusted and then training just costs more, and you just mm -hmm. you no longer can afford. Or it. can you <clears throat> give them a better product right. instead of just what you are giving them? Hey, right. we're going to charge this, but I'm going to include all these things in addition to that. Right. Right. And then they say, no, I don't want that shit. <laughs> you're like, when? What are you saying? Right? I know. Now, scaling. Yes. Right? I know we're talking yep, yep. personal trainer kind of thing, but mm -hmm. let's kind of, you know, so for example, for me, for real estate, right? Like my thing is taking every unique experience I've had in life that I used to alienate myself from society with mm -hmm. <clears throat> and just realizing, man, there's a lot of great tools and experiences I've, I've learned from. If I can give those to as many people as possible, I can create cohesive units. I can mm -hmm. create culture. I can create impact and influence like we had through some of the experiences that I had. Mm -hmm. So mine is scale. But with that being said, like this is where respecting your product is huge because right now mm -hmm. we've got 10 agents on the team that might sound big mm -hmm. because successful teams have a hard time. The more that they add, we could probably have 50 by now. Mm -hmm. but yeah. The deal is 
like our product of how adequate someone is and what their why is <clears throat> and how, what their proficiency is. And sec, you know, even before that comes, our ability with integrity to train people mm-hmm. and give them our time matters, which means I'm not taking on 20 agents at one time mm-hmm. because I can't give you the same amount of attention that people prior to you got, which means I can't expect you to be just as proficient as they are because you didn't get the time invested, <clears throat> which means I watered down my product. Right. Okay. Right, we can't right. do that. Right. You got to keep respect for your product. So if you are, if you do want to scale, like you still have to understand how to be super patient. You got to understand like the, the, like with fitness, so usually guys are big, but they're not that cut. And then mm-hmm. guys are, oh, they're super cut, but they're not that big. Mm-hmm. If you can be super big and cut, that's like scaling a company, mm-hmm. but you maintain culture right. and integrity and that's proficiency and quality of brand. Yeah, <clears throat> You're a hybrid of, the, of both, right? Which is, that's the anomaly. How do you, that's how the do you, hard part. How do you do that? Because when you, talk to, when you talk about scale, people's minds go to one of two places if they haven't done it before. Either A, I'm not good enough. And they just don't do it at all, right? It's just out of fear. Or yep. B, exactly what you said. Uh, it's not me. It's not going to be as good, and people aren't going to pay for it. Yeah. Well, man, that's a that's a tough question because if that's just where your mind's made up, it's hard for me to answer that for you. Mm-hmm. Versus just being resourceful and just like you and I. You and I are not opposites, but we have mm-hmm. different qualities within one another to make sure that you know it's a well-rounded team but then it's also like a decentralized command mm-hmm. like i can do things and you can do things independently from each other to make sure that we cover our bases but you've got to be resourceful if you don't understand how chain of command works and if you don't understand how adequate training works but i think if you have a successful company right and you now want to scale that and you say okay well i'm ready for more people mm-hmm. you have to just make sure that you can give enough time for training and supervision with the actual job to make sure that they're proficient and you know, and here's my thing when it, when people always say, hey, no one cares more about your shit than you. True. And hey, nobody's going to be as good as you. So if you and I, maybe mm-hmm. that's where you were going with it. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. I'm mm-hmm. speculating. Mm-hmm. But oh, hey, nobody's going to be as good as you. So, you know, if you can get somebody's 80 <clears throat> percent. Cool. Right. Kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing, man. Like we've got some some women on the team. Right. They're better at stuff than me. Yeah. Some of these women that have raised children and for sure gone through some life experiences that are extremely valuable. There's some qualities they have. I don't, or there's some things that they can speak to that I can't. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's why this whole thing is fun. This is why making sure they're fundamentally sound, making sure there's been enough, you know, supervision Mm -hmm. that we know that they're adequate. But then thirdly, you just got to let people be themselves, Mm. right? Like when we have agents on the team, I'm not in their sphere. Mm -hmm. They have their own sphere, their own network, their own friends that aren't mine, mm-hmm. which means they've got to address them and be themselves. But maybe how I do it isn't right. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Like right, this right. is why fundamentals are so important because it's not, <clears throat> man, it just, it's just understanding that dichotomy. Yeah. Right. I, I and it's not like, Hey, well, they don't, they can't do it as good as I can. Well, hold on a minute. Is it that, or is it that they do it differently? Yes. Because right. again, man, there's just some people on our team where they might be able to nurture or, or be able to speak or relate to, to certain people mm-hmm. that I just would never have the rapport with. Mm-hmm. They would just, if they were, if their client was in my sphere, they wouldn't pick me. Yeah. I'm just not for them. So I struggle when people talk about that. So if you're worried about scaling and you're like, well, I can't duplicate myself. Obviously this is a little open-ended because it depends on your business, yes. right? If you're like e-commerce and you're just bidding on shit from Amazon and selling it for more, 
Right. It's probably not very emotionally invested with mm -hmm. clients and buying houses. And, you know, yeah, they're just not as good as the back end logistics mm -hmm. and running a fucking computer and finding shit as you are. Okay. I get it. I can't speak to that. Yeah. So, but if we're any, any type of like marketing or sales or relationships that requires your involvement with other human beings, it's okay that they're not you. Yeah. Understand when we start putting this label of, well, if they can do 80% of like how I do stuff, we're going to be good to go. No, if they're fundamentally sound, right, and if they're consistent and they've got work ethic mm -hmm. and they're proficient, that's what matters mm -hmm. because a lot of what they do could be different or mm -hmm. can be better than you. So yeah. I think when you're scaling, again, it just it's going to come down to perspective on what you're scaling mm -hmm. and then just understanding just people being themselves. And you might learn from it. I actually make you better. I think, uh, but and we won't get too too into scaling because I think that's a whole different podcast on its on its own. Um, but I think when it comes to scaling, what's going to help clear up a lot of those concerns initially is making sure that you've got really good documented systems as far as how you run your business and how you run your company. Like that's one thing that I think helps us is starting off. We've got systems for everything. It's all documented so that. You know, when people come on, they know what they're supposed to be doing. And that's going to take a lot of the training off your off your shoulders. And you may be documenting all this shit and then find out like, oh, God, like, is this even what I really want? You know, I'm, like, I'm so glad you document. Yeah, because I don't. <laughs> um, no, but here's the other thing. Supervision is key. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're and I'll kind of leave it at this for scaling mm -hmm. and we'll kind of move on and get into some some other really good topics here. But. You've got to have your hands in it. Have Emotionally to. intelligent oh. and knowing, you know, like I, like when we had a team meeting not too long ago and I was like, hey, <clears throat> here's the deal, guys. You know, like it's your business. You're 1099. It's your company. You're here. We're loyal to our team. We're committed to our team. We should be doing good things. But at the end of the day, this is yours. But don't mm -hmm. think for a second I'm not driving by your open house in a different car. Mm -hmm. Don't think I don't just sit on the block and just <clears throat> watch if you knock the neighbor's doors. Don't think for a second, I don't sit, you don't put out your signs or, you know, or half of them and like some of the looks on their faces, right? <laughs> and one guy, wasn't even him. He wasn't the issue. He was fine, but he was like, oh, he was like, I could put out more signs. I'm right, like, right. no, right. You're good. Yours are actually pretty good, man. But yes, think about that, you know, but in order to be a leader <clears throat> and scale and understand, hey, people are going to be different. They could be better at using things, worse at using things. The bottom line is you have to grow your business mm -hmm. within a pace that you can supervise, mm -hmm. okay? And then as we grow and grow, okay, well, what's that number? How many people can you supervise? You're right. <clears throat> it might be five for you. It might be 10, it might be 15, but at some point, you're gonna have to have a right-hand man mm -hmm. that can also check and make sure things are proficient yeah. and adequate so you're actually hitting and it, everyone. And it's you can't be, lead 100 people It's gonna yourself. be more work at the get-go. <clears throat> I think people 100%. get into this thinking, oh, I can just put this work on somebody else. No, it's going to be a lot more. You're going to be doing double work for a long time before mm -hmm. they're caught up and you're able to kind of hand that off. Right. Um, but one of the worst is, is being the guy that's one foot in, one foot out. I'd rather, fuck Ooh. man, a business owner, I'd rather him just get all the way out and get someone <clears throat> in place that really is in than do, yeah. try and dabble and, you know, kind of kind of supervise, but then they're Are we gone talking about a, like a guy that's been in business for a long time and it's yeah, starting and to scale? And they're scale yeah, 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 exactly. And that's scaling. Or they're and, scaling because it's popular right now. Yeah, whatever the situation is. Right. Yeah, just don't be one foot in, one foot out. Well, um, <clears throat> you're letting people down. That's yeah. a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's get into some other I topics hit, here. I want to hit guilt, man. So <laughs> Hold on a minute. Uh, oh, God, uh, you're so depressing right uh, now. Uh, so excited for guilt. What the fuck, bro? Listen, uh, so <clears throat> just to recap, okay? 
you've got you've got your why you've got your goals you've got your brand you're starting yeah. to grow yeah as far as some traction and some momentum and you're starting to gain more business or mm -hmm. or just more attention mm -hmm. um so maybe you know or whatever it may be two options you can either scale that or you can mm -hmm. become exclusive both mm -hmm. have income benefits you know they're, they're still a little bit different but again mm -hmm. two options dive into these if you're listening <clears throat> and really give this food for thought you've got two major options you can scale that right or be exclusive okay okay all right mr depressed okay oh that was it well i just want to <laughs> recap man. <laughs> shut oh, the fuck hilarious. up jesus that's Christ. hilarious all we're right having a little so. fun today. we're kind of shooting from the hip today and have a little bit of fun and um yeah you just you get brave yeah, on whiskey <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think you know enough now that because of like my experiences with law enforcement and everything else, that I won't kill you on camera yet. You know what I mean? Yet. So yeah. you're like, ah, you got a little, we got that little liquid courage in you, and you're like <laughs> talking no. shit to me today. Um, <clears throat> so, I like it. so, uh, so you're getting more attention, you're getting more requests to do stuff. At what point, what do you say no to? What do you say yes to? At I mean, some point, <clears throat> you've got to start looking at it like, all right. I've got my experience. I've got some reps in. You well, have to again, look at it like a what's in it for me sort of I thing. I love talking right? shit to you. So let's go chronological. Okay. You're a brand new business owner. Yep. Brand new entrepreneur. Right. You're going to be saying no to events and family functions and birthdays and shit before yes. you start saying no to clients. Yeah. So let's uh, start there. Well, you should be. <laughs> right. You should be. <laughs> right. You should so be. let's start there. Yeah. How do you deal with the guilt of... Hey, <clears throat> no, I can't make 4th of July a weekend. Mm -hmm. I can hang out on that night, but I got shit to do. Mm -hmm. um, missing birthdays, missing holidays, whatever it may be, because you're growing that. Let's talk about the guilt, because sometimes that's a harder one. Dealing with the guilt of saying no to a customer, <clears throat> depending on your business, you might not lose any sleep over that. Mm -hmm. just, hey, man, sorry, I can't help you, right? Um, but when it comes to the guilt of family members or friends and things like that of, missing birthdays and holidays and certain stuff like how do you deal with that guilt what, what helps a ton it doesn't solve it you'll still have to you know address issues but what helps a ton is setting expectations up front having the foresight to see okay i'm going to be missing some things and <coughs> hold then, on a minute yep man i'm just like helping you i'm just throwing you bones today when <laughs> you say like, setting expectations yes, yeah it sounds like you're talking about having a conversation with someone mm -hmm. okay yeah Go there. Yeah. Get a little bit more. Because again, if I'm if I'm someone listening right now and you say, well, it's just about setting expectations. Mm -hmm. To who and what? Mm -hmm. I was just about to get there. Okay. So <laughs> having the foresight, setting I, expectations. I digress. And having the foresight. Echo Charles. Having the foresight to, to understand that you're going to be missing holidays and birthdays and things like that. And hey, if you're a new entrepreneur, a new business owner, and you're completely oblivious to the fact Fun fact, you're going to miss some shit. You're going to have to, okay? Because things are going to come up and clients are going to be a priority. You're going to have content to make. There's so much to do when you're launching a business in those first five years. You're going to be missing some shit. And guess what? If you're able to make everything, you're probably not doing as much as you could with your company. Uh, but having the foresight to see that there's going to be some obstacles pop up and then having those conversations with your close family members, uh, as far as what that's going to look like, what your focus is going to be for the next five years, and you're going to do the best you can, but saying, hey, guys, I may miss some holidays, especially if you guys have families out of town and going out for Christmas isn't just going over to your mother-in-law's house on Christmas Day, but it's going for a week, you know, over the new year and shit or missing two weeks. And, you know, if your wife's going to be upset with you for that, you have to look and see, okay, what is my family dynamic and who do I need to have these conversations with and if you're launching a company and, and you're, you go to Christmas in Florida with your wife's family for two weeks, you better have that conversation oh. sooner than later because you're probably going to have to miss it. 
I love it. Yeah, yeah. I do, man. <laughs> so now let's go. Let's go even yep. further. Yep. Let's go even further back. Okay. Before you have that talk with your wife. Okay. Have that talk with yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you need to understand, like lay everything out, expectations, and what it's going to take. Maybe resource and talk to people. I've done it before. Like when people talk to us about real estate, man, I'm super clear about it. Mm-hmm. If you want to be successful, if you want to do five deals a year, it's a different conversation. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but depending on how successful you want to be, I'll tell you right away how it's going to go. I did it. Right. So yep. I know how that's going to go. You got to be able to just go, all right, before I go opening my mouth to anyone, am I okay with that? Dude, and not okay. only am I okay with it, but like, you know what got, and this is, this will tie together, trust me. I hope um, so, because you cut me <laughs> off. And some, you know, I had another thought. <laughs> Did you go ahead? No, 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 no. It's all right. You know what? I need uh, this for later when I cut yeah. you off. I need, I need that's some true. I need video some evidence. Ammo. I know. Uh, ammo. You know what? Initially, so I had, when I was, going to the gym. I had gym friends, but I had zero exposure to the bodybuilding or competition world. Zero exposure. Uh, this one guy from the gym invited Megan and I out to Famous Dave's for barbecue. Mm-hmm. We show up there. There were other people from the gym who, you know, I, you know, you know, I'm from the gym and shit. But anyway, we go and sit down, order beers, food's coming out. And my buddy, actually the one who invited me, he pulls out his fucking Tupperware and opens it up and there's tilapia and Brussels sprouts and doesn't say anything to anybody. He just has his unsweetened iced tea Savage. and he's sitting there eating that. <clears throat> and I'm like, hey, dude, what you doing? Like, what is that? And he's like, I'm prepping, he's bitch. Like, he's like, oh, I got a competition coming up. What kind of competition? Bodybuilding. And I'm like, this is what you have to do? Like, you invited me here, dude. We didn't invite you. Like, you invited yeah. me to Famous Dave's and you're sitting here doing this. And uh, he's like, yeah, bro. But all good. It wasn't a thing. He didn't make a big issue. He wasn't rolling his eyes about his tilapia. He just wanted to be social. He invited all the people out and he's just doing his thing. And that sort of like commitment to doing what it takes, I was like, man, that's fucking awesome. And literally in that car, I was like, Megan, we should do a competition. That shit's cool. As a business owner, as yeah. an entrepreneur, I almost love that shit. Like you, ha- I think it, it absolutely. Ha- you have to like that. There has to be a certain level it's of intrigue. Hard. Yeah, you have to like the hard shit. <clears throat> I love the hard shit because no one mm-hmm. wants to do it. And mm-hmm. again, man, we talk about this like in the Marine Corps, dude. We talk about embracing the suck, and I, I think that's a universal. I don't want to say that that's Marine Corps. I'm sure we invented it because we're badass, right? <laughs> but I'm kidding. That's just like it's that true, universal <clears throat> term that comes with camaraderie and guys that are just going through hell and back together, mm-hmm. man. Like, hey, you just enjoy the brace of suck, but you tend to have a ton of pride that I'm willing yes. to do what most people aren't, which is why yes. I'm going to be where you're not. And it becomes you know? a positive thing, man. It's really easy <sighs> to go to a real dark, depressing place when all you're thinking, dude, I know people that compete. You know them too. And they're fucking miserable, dude. And they're on the stairs and they're crying. I've seen this girl literally on the treadmill just crying. She had her hoodie on. She's just crying, walking on the treadmill and crying. Bro, that's such dedication. And I'm like, it is. But at the same time, I'm like, don't, if this is it, like, just don't compete again. Like, you have to like. But let her, let her finish. Let her get get to the stage. But Um, after that, like, and and with entrepreneurship, it's, it's fucking hard. You're going to miss shit. Yeah. You have to learn to enjoy that part of it and expect it. Rewinding a little bit, mm-hmm. back to my point that you mm-hmm. took from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Having that, so no, that's great. No, I like the elaborate, and I really love the example of that guy that was eating mm-hmm. just savage, right? Yeah, <coughs> but, but also, but also not. No, but it's just sitting not, there eating. No, his man, let me explain and, this whole savage and like alpha male shit. Let's just clear the air. If you're calling yourself an alpha male, you're not. Stop it, okay? Yeah. You don't self-proclaim I that. Agree. Just I be agree. a bad motherfucker. Yeah, be about your business. Yep. Take care of your family. Do good shit, man, and yep. and try to make people better good to go yep. okay don't name yourself alpha okay <laughs> fuck man 
Secondly, Savage doesn't mean you got to walk around with long hair and a mohawk and like a tomahawk in your fucking hand. No, it's just, it's like, hey, it's just a mentality of just a savage. A savage will do anything and everything to be successful at whatever the fuck he's doing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're obviously, we're in society. We're not halfway through the evolutionary process, dragging our knuckles, killing Mm -hmm. fucking monkeys. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. What we are doing is competitions and other mm-hmm. stuff. So I just mean like the mentality is like, he's just very matter of fact and just savage in the fact like, yeah, man, I'll sit here and watch you guys eat ribs. I don't give a fuck. I got yep. I'm on a mission. Yep. I'm not going to let that mission deter me from enjoying my friends mm-hmm. and enjoying the social life and having fun and smelling that barbecue. But at the end of the day, I'm going to eat this and I don't give a fuck. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Savage. Yeah. I love it, man. But yeah. <clears throat> before you get there, right, we talk about, Hey, have this conversation with yourself, right. Mm-hmm. And make sure that you're up for that challenge. Yes. And here's why your word K is fucking everything. There is only so many things in this world that you, that's yours. Every man, we pay taxes, man. Money comes and goes. Friends come, whatever it is, right? Your word is one of those things that it is what it is, man. And it's going to be as good or as not good as you let it. If you're honest with yourself and you're like, hey, I'm committed and this is what I want to do. A, a bodybuilding competition, a business, whatever it is. This one's universal, man. And then you go to have that conversation with your family or your significant other. And they support you. Okay. Okay, hon. Appreciate you talking to me. And I, and I, I, re- I know this is a lot of work. And, but I know that you really want to do this. And you mm-hmm. just convinced me. <clears throat> right? Mm-hmm. You better fucking do it. Okay. You better do all you can to make right on their trust. They're trusting your word. That's it. Everything right now, it's, it's not tangible. This is not real right now. You haven't made any reality of anything. Correct? So... Mm-hmm. You allow them to support you, and then you fuck that off, your word is gone. This isn't just about your business. This is like the trust that your family has, even more so. Hey, if you're changing careers or transitioning into a career and you want to try something else, but you can't quite leave your career, you've got to maybe transition a little mm-hmm. bit. And it's going to take time away from your family because you you work a, a normal full-time job. <clears throat> so then when you're off, you're, you're doing this side hustle and you're trying to get it going which means it's taking time from your family and you gaff it off. You're, you're losing your word. And here's, here's the deal. They might let you because if you gaffing it off means they, they get more of your time. Oh, I just saw oh, no honey. Oh, the kids. Oh, I just won't work tonight. Yeah. Let's Netflix in the moment. They might appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Right. But you're full of shit mm-hmm. and that matters. And like the next time, a couple years later down the road, you got some other idea. And you, you go at it again, over time they get number. They think they might be kind to you, but they think you're full of shit. Yeah. So again, man, like before you go opening your mouth and trying to get anybody on board with whatever you're trying to commit to and be productive with in life, go into the military, you know, mm-hmm. bodybuilding show, mm-hmm. any life going in and, Hey, I'm going to quit my job and join the police Academy and go be a cop. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, this is, this is beyond just entrepreneurship, man, because when you try to get you, when you're having that talk with your wife, like you've had before mm-hmm. and I've had with mine and man, I don't think people have enough weight with that. I don't, I think we're always running our fucking mouths and don't get me wrong, guys. I get it. I'm on a podcast. Ah, I get it. I run my mouth, but at the same time, man, <clears throat> my word, man, that's everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like when I decided to transition and leave that fitness company and you know, Kate is living with her parents and our daughter is living with her parents and I'm sleeping in a basement. Bro, you bet your ass her believing in me, her trusting my process. You bet your ass mm-hmm. 
I'm going to do anything and everything to make sure that she sees she bet right mm -hmm. and she mm -hmm. trusted right. Well, I, can't, I can't sacrifice that, man. And, and once you get to that stage, I think that's where, and that's where I've just started to get in the past couple years to where I have said yes to a lot of shit, right? And, but I think that's also helped get me to where I'm at is by saying yes to people and yeah, let's, let's, let's check out this opportunity. But then what happens is your bullshit radar has to be really good and you have to be able to bail. I think like the second you see something's bullshit or someone's not who they say they were, someone you said yes to, or you find out it's just not the best fit for your mission, you have to be able to, to cut ties and move on to, to something else. And that's where I think that's kind of the interim phase before you start saying, no, I think you're still saying yes, but maybe you're saying yes, but then quickly you think something's some bullshit. You have, you have you well, right. And I think that's a subcategory. So hypothetically, yeah, you have a conversation with yourself. <clears throat> you're on board with yourself, Great. right? You have a conversation with your family. They're on board. Yep. You're going and putting the work in every day. Yep. You're going to have some failures. Uh -huh. You're going to have some mistakes. Yep. You're going to tell people, yes, they're going to kind of fuck with you or fuck you over. It won't be best. You might not see it as soon as you're, as soon as you can yep. or as soon as you want to, mm -hmm. because you just knew it, what you're doing. However, you know, whatever you're failing at with that partner or that deal, it's a subcategory to your greater business. Like for mm -hmm. like, again, real estate. All right. <clears throat> I talked to myself. I'm on board. I talk to my family, they're on board. And then I go out there and I'm doing traditional sales and I'm doing off market stuff with investors. Yeah. And then yeah. an investor fucks me. Yep. And I don't catch it as quick as I should because I'm new. Okay. But I'm still doing real estate. Yes. So when I say have a conversation with yourself, make sure you're good to go. And then when you talk to your family, right? Like, and they trust, like they, they support you and, mm -hmm. and they're trusting in you that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. It's not about the mistakes you're going to learn along the way. It's about getting out there and fucking doing it versus being on the couch hanging out watching netflix yes. and again they might like you for it at the moment but they might also think you're full of shit and like oh that's cute oh honey has another idea yeah. oh yeah. oh yeah no i support you because yeah. no you're gonna be home two days from now yep. not doing it mm -hmm. look man if they're gonna if they're if you get their support and you know man that that should mean something to you yeah that's what i'm getting at yeah. so that's yeah. more of like beyond entrepreneurship you know like <clears throat> you want to you want to go to the military, you want to be a cop, you want to whatever life transition you're going through because you feel that you need it. Conversation with yourself first. Conversation with your family about what that entails mm -hmm. and the sacrifice that's needed. And then they support you. Mm -hmm. Good to go. Like mm -hmm. now, yep. check. Yep. It's time to fucking. Yep. It's time to rock and roll, dude. Yeah. I, like <clears throat> I remember when I left baseball, and a uh, different story. I don't even know if I like saying that on air. I had a best friend die, and on his first deployment, I left. <clears throat> I left baseball. Um, and I decided to join the military and went to the Marine Corps. Probably not a story for on air. I don't, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm there yet, mm -hmm. but we'll maybe mm -hmm. one day. But mm -hmm. that being said, <clears throat> you know, point of the story here is I decided I'm going, mm -hmm. right? I, I was leaving a lot of opportunity with sports behind a significant, a lot behind. And I was joining during a time of war. Okay. This was Oh four. And not only was I doing that, I was joining the Marine Corps. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and not only was I joining the Marine Corps, I was joining the goddamn infantry. Mm. Right. And I wanted, I just, you know, I had some anger. I had something to prove. Um, you know, I was upset with my friend that passed away. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even know if I've ever spoken to that to my father. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe I just kept that in. Mm -hmm. I've kind of spoken to you a little bit, but mm -hmm. I was upset. But I'd also never challenged myself, you know, with, like, I was always good at baseball. I worked hard at it because coaches made us, and I was good at it, and it was always good, but I wasn't a good swimmer. I'd never shot a rifle till boot camp. So for some reason, man, like, I just, I wanted to transition, and maybe my friend passing away <coughs> sparked it, you know, and um, 
I always looked up to the Marine Corps. My dad was in the Marine Corps, you know, during Vietnam, and and we've got a long a long history of military, and just hearing old stories from them, you know, you respect it. And I just felt like, man, maybe it's time for maybe it's time for a change. Maybe I need to go challenge myself and be proud of what I'm doing. <clears throat> and I remember my buddy, man, he was just so proud he was joining the Marine Corps, you know, like just so proud. Um, and then when he was gone. Maybe I, I, I was like, man, I want to be, I want to be proud like that. Yeah. You know, maybe deep inside I was afraid of it because, you know, it wasn't a secret. You got to swim. <laughs> it wasn't a secret. You got to swim in boot camp. Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Right. Um, and it wasn't a secret. You learn how to be professional weapons and it wasn't a secret. We were in war, you know, and, and I wanted to challenge myself. And mm -hmm. so, <clears throat> you know, I start talking to recruiters and all that, man. And I'm going through it with my dad and my dad's pretty savvy. He, uh, you know, he, during his time in the Marine Corps. So he kind of knew the gamut. He's like, well, just talk to me. Cause I kept asking him stories. And he's like, are you joining? <clears throat> Cause he's like, you came home and now you're just, you keep asking me Marine Corps stuff. What's right. the deal here? Right. Kind of called the elephant yeah. in the room. What's the deal here, man? I go, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking so. I think I need to change. Okay. Well go everywhere, but the Marine Corps. <laughs> That's what he told me. Mm. And I go, and he was a Marine, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, hell yeah. yeah he was. Yeah. And, um, tells me to go everywhere, but, and I go, okay, well, why you know he's like well just go see what's out there yeah. just explore and my dad never pushed the marine corps on me man um he's like hey just explore you know and my dad never pushed the marine corps on me not because i mean he loves me but not, he didn't he didn't not push it on me because he loves me so much he did not push it on me because he's protecting the marine corps <laughs> what do you so, mean let me explain yeah go see everything okay go see what the air force has to offer okay go see their benefits go see the navy and all this stuff you know and I'm talking to him about the Marine. I'm like, well, like, you're not for it or yeah. you don't think I got it in me? He goes, you go to the Marine Corps to be a Marine. That's it. Okay. You're not going for college. Mm. And at the time, I didn't really know like what, what mm -hmm. military was. I knew it was the Coast Guard and the Army and all this different shit. And there's a lot of marketing on TV. It was a time of war, man. There's a lot yeah, of marketing. Yeah. There was no draft, right? It wasn't like World War II or, excuse me, Vietnam. Both. Um I don't know if there's a draft for War II. I think so. Probably. I'm, yeah. I'm misspeaking. Yeah. It's not my there's place. There's got to be. Yeah. I'm misspeaking. So if someone can correct me, appreciate that. I know there's a draft for Vietnam. <clears throat> However, there wasn't a draft during, you know, the Iraq war and stuff like that. But there's a lot of marketing because uh, you want guys in the military. And so they're promoting college and all this different shit on, on you know. Nickelbacks so. doing commercials <clears throat> and shit. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't necessarily know any different, yeah. you know. But when I'm talking to my dad, I'm like, yeah, well, you know. Maybe I could, you know, because I left and, and just and went to go play baseball super early mm -hmm. and hadn't hadn't finished my degree. Um, hey, they pay for college and different. And I'm just saying what I'm seeing on TV. I hadn't necessarily given enough perspective. So again, man, it's no disrespect to my dad. I'm not saying my dad doesn't love me. Of course, I think he does, right? But that's how deep the court runs. Yeah, right. Like it's interesting. Like he'll protect the Marine Corps even from his own son. Right, <laughs> right, right. And it was like, hey, no disrespect. Here's the deal: if you're talking college and you're talking fucking this and fucking that right on mm -hmm. rock on bro but if you want to talk to marine corps then we're going to talk about being a marine yeah. we're not going to talk about college i gotcha we're going to talk about what what it means to be a marine I gotcha oh right once i heard that check mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. where i'm going yeah. i knew it man i yeah. knew it like he says you go to the marine corps to be a marine yeah and i'm like oh fucking gets me going dude yeah, yeah, yeah. okay <clears throat> but i still look around whatever i do because i just do it because he asked me to mm -hmm. hey just to make sure just do it i do it sure I go down to MEPS, I'm taking my ASVAB tests and all that bullshit, and when I'm down there, you know, man, like, a lot of guys are out of shape. No disrespect to Navy, Army, I'm not saying everybody in those branches are out of shape. Not at all. I'm saying from my experience when I went down, every guy downtown that I had encountered 
was out of shape and they looked mm -hmm. like office clerks. Mm -hmm. They didn't look like, and this was my first encounter with current real-time military. Not a World War II story from my grandpa being a badass, Bronze Star, Silver Stars. Grandpa was a mm -hmm. badass. That's my perception of military mm -hmm. growing up. <clears throat> so when I get down there, I'm, I'm okay. I'm ready to take my test, do my written test. And hey, military guys are going to be down there because it's just downtown. It's MEPS, you know, cool, right? Um, and I see him. And I just got done playing ball, dude. Like I'm in good shape and whatnot, but I'm already thinking like, oh, I hope I'm, I'm hope I'm good enough. Yeah. And I and dude, they they don't they look like shit. Yeah. They look like shit in their uniforms. Guess who didn't? Marines. Goddamn Marine Corps. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They looked. They looked like a like they looked would, the part. They looked mm -hmm. like a Marine should look. Mm -hmm. I said, that's it, bro. Mm -hmm. Right. Not only am I doing that. <clears throat> what's a Marine's Marine? Yeah. No disrespect to any Marine out there. Right. But the backbone of the Marine Corps. It's a goddamn infantry. Mm -hmm. I'm going infantry. Mm -hmm. That's it. I want to challenge myself, mm -hmm. man. And and again, I, I mean, I haven't even talked about a lot of this stuff. So <clears throat> forgive me if I'm if I'm processing thought here and trying to figure out what I'm even okay to say on air. Not that I'm keeping secrets or anything. It just man, it's a yeah. soft spot for me. But yeah. So just processing, my friend. And well, that's what <clears throat> you know. That's what he was. He was a machine gunner. Um, so part of it was that just wanting to challenge myself, mm -hmm. and then part of it was just seeing the pride of the Marine Corps and what it all mm -hmm. meant. And even mm -hmm. guys, even mm -hmm. guys that weren't even deployed, just holding a standard as a recruiter and just knowing like, hey, I'm the image of the Marine Corps right now. The guys overseas that are fighting, they're not. <clears throat> I am. I'm the guy recruiting, bringing people it's to the true. Marine Corps. And dude, it shows they have a standard. Mm -hmm. For me, not that right. other branches don't. They do. Of course they do. I'm talking my experience. And I loved it. And I felt like, Maybe that was the direction that I needed and the challenge that I needed. So then, here's the deal. You got to have a conversation <laughs> with your family. It's not a secret, <clears throat> you know, and you have a, had a girlfriend at the time, <clears throat> you know, and um, she was, you know, pursuing her stuff. And um, mom, dad, and dude, it wasn't a secret that the war was going on. Mm -hmm. By 04, you know, early 05, this You're is the a- middle of it, yeah. Yeah, not quite the middle, but pretty, you know, because it ended up going for a long time. Yeah. But, you know, it was it was definitely people knew in America what was mm -hmm. going on and they knew what we were doing. So mm -hmm. let's get back to. Yeah. Well, not get back well, to. Hold on a minute. Yep. Let's get back yep, to yep, this yep. whole your word thing. Yes. And having a conversation with your family. Yep. You got to have a conversation with yourself like this is what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I knew it, man. And then you got to talk to your family. And I had to tell my dad, I'm going to infantry, dude. Like this is this how it's going to go. Every single one of my family supported it. girlfriend supported it you know and not and I'm, girlfriend people lose girlfriends i get it but the person that was in my life i respected yeah. and it ended up being a significant piece to my life for a significant mm -hmm. amount of time and i respected her um so it mattered mm -hmm. <clears throat> right family mom dad and my dad's image of the marine corps mattered the fact that he didn't even want to talk to me about going to the marine corps until I kind of got there and he's like, look, man, you're going to go there to be a Marine. If you keep talking college and all this other stuff, I'm cool with it. Cause my dude, my dad is a double major, smart as shit, right? Got his masters, electronics. He's smart as hell. But <clears throat> he also understood like when he would join the Marine Corps it was to be a Marine. It wasn't to go to college. So he's like, Hey, you can go to college, do your thing, mm -hmm. but then just don't go here. <laughs> and again, I don't think it's cause he loved me so much. I think it was his love for the core and he was protecting the core. You don't recruit like that. And Oh, I want my son to, to be like me, be a Marine. He also knows the time of war. Mm -hmm. If I'm going for the wrong reason, you end up dead, yeah. right? Because you're hating life. But so long story long here, 
getting back to, and forgive me for being long. No, you're long. good. Is, I'm processing no, some of this as you go. Yeah. But I hope it's relatable to people, man. And I, again, I don't even I don't know if I've spoken yeah. to a lot of this about you before, but I hope it's relatable to you guys that are listening. But so long story long, <clears throat> having the conversation with myself. Mm -hmm. Yep. I was on board and having that conversation with my family and mm -hmm. man, they all supported me. Okay. During that time of, of war and all that stuff. And then I just remember my dad. I, <clears throat> so you, you go downtown, you swear in, mm -hmm. you stay at a hotel downtown overnight. The next morning you get on the bus, you go to DIA, you go to the airport. And I remember the next, you know, so I stay, I, I do my thing. I swear in my family's there. Cool. Girlfriend's there. Cool. Right. And then, um, I stay a night downtown in a hotel. Not cause they love you that you got to get on a fucking bus the next yeah, day. Yeah. Got a room to myself. Cool. Mm -hmm. No big deal. You know? And, um, all right, process thoughts. I'm all good. And the next morning, my parents meet me down at the same spot before the bus picks me up. My dad said one thing to me, do it right. Mm. That's it. Everyone supported me, mm -hmm. even though it was that harsh of a time. Mm -hmm. He just said, do it right. Mm -hmm. that <laughs> I don't mean to get choked up here. <clears throat> that matters. Yeah, bro. Like that. Matters, yeah. right? So, <clears throat> not to not to cry on air here, but that's the one. Like that's my word, mm -hmm. you know. And just how I'm raised and the the pedigree that I come from, and <clears throat> no matter what award you get or what story mm -hmm. they tell about you, none of that stuff matters. What matters is that you can tell the people that supported you. I did it right. Yeah, like just one phrase has <clears throat> stuck with me. Right, do it right. And I just think like when people are wanting to be an entrepreneur or wanting mm -hmm. to dive into something, it's like people just get so stuck on fads or what they think is popular, what they think they might like, man. And and their families support them and their friends support them. But then like you're full of shit and you're not willing to put that work in. And then you end up dragging people back and forth and then you take your anger out on them or whatever, maybe because you think, oh, you, you were going to support me and now you're not. And I'm like, no, man. You're just full of shit. And I think your fucking word matters. And I think just the integrity with yourself to just know, man, I did it right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I can tell my dad, hey, man, I did that right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I was a good one. Mm -hmm. You know, like I think, and I think every Marine wants that. doesn't matter how many awards you get or don't get or whatever, <clears throat> you know, and deploy, don't deploy. I think every Marine just wants to go, hey, man, I did it right. I was a good one. Whatever I was, I was a good one. Whatever the Marine Corps asked for me to deploy, not to deploy, whatever you had to do as a Marine, you had a role and your role mattered and you did whatever the Marine Corps expected you to do and you were a good one. And I take pride in saying that. Mm -hmm. I take pride in being a father now, mm -hmm. being able to show like my kids through example, you know, hey, you're going to sacrifice some time with dad. You're going to sacrifice different things, but I'm good to my word and I'm a good, I'm a good one. And just like I was a good Marine and I did all I could for everybody I was around and for my brothers, I'm a good father mm -hmm. and whatever I can do for you, I'm going to do it. I'm mm -hmm. going to take care of my family and be a good mm -hmm. one. And I think that <clears throat> bleeds through because then when Kate's living with her parents and our daughters with her humbling, mm -hmm. right? And I'm sleeping in a fucking closet or overcoat pantry. We've heard that story, mm -hmm. you know, my word meant something and they supported me. They were betting on me. I don't lose, bro. 
Like that, like I do a lot of things wrong. I make mistakes. We, we meet an investor. They're not a good one. Cool. Then, you know, I can't, you can't control that. Mm-hmm. But man, there's one thing I get right. That's my word. And that's my effort and my loyalty and my commitment to making sure that I do what the fuck I'm, I say I'm going to do. And, and maybe this is off track right now. No, not at all. But I think before you start worrying about scaling your business, before you start worrying about being exclusive and fancy because you've got a great demand for your product, especially if you're getting out there and you want to do this, I think this conversation with yourself mm-hmm. and then having the fucking balls, having mm-hmm. the audacity to talk to your family about them sacrificing time with you mm-hmm. and sacrificing maybe some money or downgrading, whatever has to do, having the just understanding the weight behind that conversation that you're going to have with your family, you better cowboy the fuck up. Mm-hmm. You better mm-hmm. get that done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Dude, or if you don't, like if I didn't stay in real estate, it it better lead to something. Yes. It better lead yeah. to I meet someone and network and it's just fruit of your labor, mm-hmm. right? It's just something leads to something that leads to something, right? Like it better lead to something, man, because time, it's not guaranteed, Right, like time is so precious, yes. and someone's loyalty and trust and support, man, we don't respect that enough in mm-hmm. this world. And when and when you understand that, and you you understand the weight behind it, that leads to you putting that much effort into something. I got a hard time thinking you're going to be a failure if you actually respect what the fuck kind of conversation you just mm-hmm. have with your family, man. Mm-hmm. So, not to get all teary eyed, you know, but. Well, what this matters, man, what this is, man. And this is where this is how this ties in perfectly to our conversation now, because when you have that level of conviction and I I think people such a great word, it's that's tangible right now. Like I think our listeners right now, like having heard your story and feeling your emotion, when you have that level of conviction with yourself and your business, that that means your business now is on mission status. And when you're in full on mission status mode and you have that level of conviction with yourself and your business and your word, now it's fucking easy to say no. When an opportunity comes across your path and you're in mission status mode, the question you need to ask yourself is, does this fall in line with the mission? Will this help me accomplish my mission? No, then no, I'm sorry. My family's number one. Yeah. My word's number one. Can I just not give the level of care that these these people would expect from me and Maybe mm-hmm. I can resource it out and, and throw something yes. away or just, or just politely say no. But, you know, and when you have that, I love that word, great word today. But if you have that level of conviction, man, that I carry that to my clients. Dude. I don't get teary eyed yeah. with my clients. Don't get me wrong. I mean, my, my dad means a lot to me. We've had our ups and downs. We had a couple of years that were, you know, um, hard to talk about, mm-hmm. we'll say, mm-hmm. you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I do understand him. I do understand where some of it came from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it means something. But now when we have clients, when we say we're going to get something done, you rest assured, man, everything within my power yes. to get something done and put yes. a certain level of effort and expectation on myself to be proficient yes. matters. Yeah. And that's why you and I personally average two to three referrals per client mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that have actually closed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. And I think people are smart. Yes. And I think when you have that level of conviction... I think they trust in your process and they want you to help other people around mm-hmm. them. And, and your decision-making just becomes super clear. Like, you know, I know um, up before probably two years ago, I wasn't on mission status. Like I was, but it wasn't clear. You know, again, I was on a quest and I was constantly like, you know, getting asked, oh, hey man, like let's do a Facebook live together. All right, bug it. 
Hey, man, we should do this together. Come meet for coffee. All right, cool. But now that we have a very clear mission as far as what we're doing, what our brand is, who we are, who we are as people, our word to our families. Now, when someone asks me to be on their Facebook Live, it's, nah, dude, I, I got a brand I'm, I'm protecting here. Well, and you're protecting your brand and you're respecting their time. Listen, man. Yes. You know, I'm not sure when I've got the time for that. And I just don't know if it's going to be productive for you because I can't be consistent with whatever you want to do. And you just got to keep in direction. And a lot of stuff in our industry, it's lenders want to have coffee. Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, I want to show you some different programs or get to know you and see how I can help you and will. Man, I appreciate that. Dude, thank you for calling. I'll never be rude to someone who does the shit we do. It's mm -hmm. in our industry. And if you're respectful of time and here's what I love to do and get to know you, I say, hey, <clears throat> here's my deal. We've got two of them that we use right now that we recommend or three of them that we recommend. And they're rock stars and they're awesome. And I'd rather be cohesive with those guys. And just keep my network so big. I'm just throwing deals wherever. Yes. And I don't really work, get to know anyone. So it's like, hey, just respecting your brand and knowing, man, if someone wants, if one of our clients wants us to recommend some lenders for them to use, holy crap, it's the biggest purchase of their life. Yeah. yeah I want some history with you. And once yeah. I get history with people and it's working mm -hmm. and it's cohesive and communication is good and I've got several different options so I can really advise my client of <clears throat> hey i've got three or four i'm thinking of mm -hmm. you know and and based off of your needs here's why i'm thinking of these guys give them a phone call there's integrity behind mm -hmm. what i'm doing and i think again man people are smart i think they understand that mm -hmm. and when you provide the value of like why the communication between realtors and lenders is so important and it's missed nowadays mm -hmm. it's huge yep you know, but i get it it just that man just wanting to do it right and have integrity and ha keeping your word with your family or just with yourself yes. and just just doing it, it's going to bleed into all of your little daily tasks Yep. and all of your commitments and your integrity with your client. And when you're focused on the incremental, dude, that greater goal is going to be there. Dude, it does. And that's where like coming up on guilt now, because yep. part of the question was that we got asked on our poll was how do I deal with the guilt associated with saying no? Right. Here's the thing. If you're staying true to your mission, you've got a clear idea as far as your, your why, your goal, what your mission is, and you're dead set on that. And then you have to tell someone no, and then you back it up with a polite why. There should be no guilt associated with that at all, unless you feel like you're just saying no because you want to sit home and watch Game of Thrones or it's some actual bullshit. But if it, if you're saying true to your mission and that's why you're saying no, there should be zero guilt associated with that at all. At all. And here's my thing: I'm going to imagine I'm on the other side of that, <clears throat> and I'm asking for someone's time, or hey, can you help me with this or that, or hey, do you want to do this? And someone says, hey really appreciate you reaching out. Here's kind of like where we're at and what we're doing with business, man. I just don't have the time to commit to that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for being honest and not over committing yourself and being a piece of shit six months down the road and not doing what you committed to. Yes. And then just making the entire brand watered down or uh -huh. making, or just giving yourself a bad name. Like, Hey man, I appreciate your honesty. Cause guess what? I don't owe you shit and you don't mm -hmm. owe me shit. You don't mm -hmm. owe me a fucking thing, mm -hmm. you know, but you, the fact that you're honest and you're telling me you just can't commit to that. It saves me so much time of canceling and then rescheduling with you because you got to cancel again yep, and then yep, chasing yep. you down when you finally get there. You're not even present for that Facebook live video because you're distracted. And now it's like just this big, awkward thing. And I asked you to do something for me. You said you would. And then you come and you fuck it off. Yep. And I'm like, hey, no, I'm just wishing you would have just been honest to me. So yep. if you respect people for valuing who you are and they actually want to reach out and do some business with you respect that because mm -hmm. maybe one day you will have time yes and maybe that guy that asked you is a big deal <clears throat> someday and maybe yeah. maybe you guys link up later on so respect their time mm -hmm. you know and just be respectful of, of the fact that they want to do some business with you you know but then on the flip side if you're open and you're honest <clears throat> about it and then they throw you some shade 
well, did you want to do business? There's your answer right there, isn't it? Right. Okay. Hey, I'm not sure where that's coming from, man. I'm not even sure why you're so tied up in my commitment to you Mm -hmm. because there is none. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to be as honest as possible. And I'm sorry that that frustrates yep. you, but hey, man, you you already know there's some there's something else, entitlement. But there's something else like, well, you think I owe you something yeah. because you want to work with me? I I'm just supposed to give that. Right, I, right. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But that person that's throwing you shade, if you've been honest and open and clear about it, there's something else there. There are is. Are you ego? Yeah. Are you are you new? Yeah. But you're entitled to think that I'm supposed to like help you along. Yep. No, I'm not. And if that's if that's family too, you know, in regards Ooh, to that's man, in, in regards to holidays big and one. stuff, you know, um, you know, having the respect there uh, in, in your friends for social events, you know. But let's tie back to holidays. Like, let's say okay. you are busy, you have some shit going on. The power of a quick FaceTime, like you know, like a. a, a By the way, this is the first time. <clears throat> fat, look at me. This is the first <laughs> time we've ever done this on a live show. You're just gonna have to like talk about me behind my back, or or continue your 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 okay. talk. Yep, yep. I gotta pee so bad. Ah. So I'm gonna run, and I'm gonna pee just like on Joe Rogan. That's so you can awesome. talk about me behind my back while people are listening. I'm gonna be super. That's quick. awesome. I promise it's number one. Don't trip. <laughs> I love it. All right, that gives me permission to do that in the future. Um, but ah, oh, goddamn it, you could talk to me. There we go. So fat. This has been an issue with fat. And we've talked about it a few times, and he's open about it, so I think we can talk about it. Am I? Uh, yeah, I think you are. <laughs> uh, you know, he's he's a chronic yes person. Not a yes man, right? But, hey, fat, can you do this? Yeah, bro. Hey, can you do this? Yeah, bro. What he's really saying is, I think, yeah, I can figure it out, and I'm good with that, you know? Um, but is it going to take more time and energy that maybe we do or don't have right now? Um, we were just having that talk last week about just speaking up and saying, Hey, like I've never done that before, man. Like either let's find someone else to do this or yeah, I can do it. It's just going to take some time to learn. So fat, how do you, uh, what is your reason for like saying yes? And then how do you deal with, or how are you trying to get better about saying no to things? Well, it depends. Like, so you guys asked me to do something. I say yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Fuck, I don't, I don't know how to do this, right. but I like to be challenged and I want to try to live up to your guys' expectations, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but other things, I, I say yes, but then eventually I start to learn that I can't handle the workload. Right, right, right. I can't handle the workload and it's just, it's not worth it. Like, so you've got to feel that, so you feel that pain and then you see your work suffer yes and your product everything's suffers. getting watered down uh-huh. Uh-huh. and um yeah just the quality of work is not where i want it to be yep and then so going forward how, how what's the what's the fix to that what's the fix to that it's just for you in, re- in regards to your <coughs> scope in regards to your product um is it just flat out saying no? Yep. It's just learning, learning <laughs> yep. how to say no. Yep. I'm back. I made it. Yep. Will's back. Will's back. <clears throat> and I am guess- and I want you to finish so fat. So I'm guessing we're talking about him going from freelance work, right? And just taking contracts mm-hmm. and taking people as they come to now he's full time. He's and, a partner and, with and us. us. And us throwing all sorts of shit at him and him being like, yep, yep. Cool guys. I can okay. do that. <clears throat> but oh, then- that part. And twofold though, because you've had to, you've had to say no to business in general because he used to freelance yeah and he had a lot of people different stuff always pop up so that is one thing you've gotten great at saying no to yes because now that i'm exclusive to this team i'm Mm full-time i don't have that time i tried it i tried the freelance i tried to take in more jobs Mm -hmm. and it's just 
So that's funny you use that By word. By the way, one of our options. Be exclusive. if you're a videographer <laughs> or you're creating some marketing, some branding. Yeah. There's companies out there that want you to be salary or want you to be a partner. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Fat dealt with some shit, man. <clears throat> Fat dealt with like the whole freelance and people not paying you and <laughs> using your proofs. Remember that? Not going to name any names. I don't want to get all calling people out. Social people got the balls mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to just go, oh, no, it's hey, dude, you got to pay me before I give you the product. Man. Oh, no, that's okay. I'll just use the proof. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, dude, I'll just get you the money tomorrow. <clears throat> no. The fact that it's got my logo all over it means like, hey, that's per you're not supposed mm -hmm. to use that, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's a that's a cold game. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the they just don't value branding and marketing and videographers like they should and mm -hmm. scaling their company. That's hard. So maybe it was easy for you at some point to say no to like freelancing, right. but then now that you're with us and we're all boys and partners and doing this together, it might be hard to say no to us with work. Yeah, I mean, yep. I said yes to a lot of things. So I got I got I got a little taste of like that celebrity celebrity social media influencer life that uh the weddings you know so i gotta yeah, i gotta yeah. feel what i liked yeah to be specific fat was filming booty lots of booty lots. some high grade popular subjectively i'm not saying <laughs> i liked it cover my own ass right now no pun <laughs> but film some pretty famous booty when he says celebrity status yeah yeah on instagram and and what i like now too like we're you're at that point to where i think it's like Yes, I'll take, like, I have interest in that, so I'll learn it. Like this podcast, prime example. None of us had any idea how to do anything with a podcast, but we all said yes, and we all figured it the fuck out, and it ended up being a great thing. Right. Now, with some other things that could be distractions or, you know, some other opportunities, we'll call them, that pop up down the road, I think we've got enough pillars going right now and enough things kind of checked to where it's like, hey, let's get these to a point to where, we can scale them or we can be, right. you know, exclusive to a certain thing before we take these certain things on. So well, I could be speaking for myself <clears throat> and instead of like fat speaking for himself here, well, I could be speaking for fat, but mm -hmm. I think it's so important to go back to the beginning of this podcast when we say being overworked and having to say no to stuff, <clears throat> you can go a long way, right? Fat. Like I think uh, our, some of, he's mm -hmm. like, whatever, bro. <laughs> I think <clears throat> when fat was first getting tapped out, or there's just some disconnects and, and some work and we're not, you know, man, we just can't get all this stuff done. Yeah. Once we time blocked it and then once, once fat and you and I, and, and some of the contracts that we have within the team started working cohesively where we all knew level of quality, which mm -hmm. fat's always been, but just a certain vibe or type of, of, you know, video that we wanted. Yeah. Now he can go do a lot of that stuff on his own. Mm -hmm. So now he's not waiting for you and I to go do it, which means it's on his own time, which again, reframing some of the structure yeah, <clears throat> along yeah. with like time blocking and just getting more proficient at our workload got better yes so again like i don't think fat's overworked right now right i think we're doing pretty well yeah oh yeah and you're on air that's just better. like when you're starting to so, work out program but man, again man it's so like, hard to say like oh i gotta just say i'm just so busy i i gotta say no to all these all these people or they're like come on man mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right what was that show come on man like <laughs> come on man like are you sure or could you be a little bit more structured right could you time block or or are you really working as much as you say and you here's are? the question too or is your 
business one of those things that you don't really like that much Ooh. and that's like but the podcast this shit doesn't feel like work we get this every goddamn day and i'll never say i'm too busy for the podcast because i genuinely right. like coming here and doing this unless he's going on vacation when i was personal <laughs> when i was personal training man you get another client and i'm just like uh like nice yeah. but god you know it feels yeah. like fucking work and and there that's where it becomes easy to feel overworked when you just don't like what you're doing maybe the hours you're not overworked but when you don't like those 10 hours True. That you're putting in but hold on a minute hold on a minute let's hear it there's parts of this that's work that that's not fun yeah i know direct messaging people that comment or ask questions and thanking them for their support and mm -hmm. hey what do you think mm -hmm. of this what do you think mm -hmm. of that <clears throat> not as fun not as fun Right. Yeah. So that's kind of like the whole part as far as like the person, oh, the new client, they're, oh, they're dramatic. Like mm -hmm. there's some pieces to this work with you and I doing the investment deals and the calls that got to get made and the doors that got to mm -hmm. get knocked. And there are, there are some pieces to this that are not as fun yes. as a podcast. But it all but ties into the overall mission. Correct. Which makes it like, okay, yep, this is worth it. Purpose. Yep. Purpose. Yeah. Purpose. That's a good one, man. I agree. That's a I good agree. one. We got some good little clips out of this, man. I hope so. Yeah. I'm all, all better now. Yeah. yeah. You know, but I think it matters. And, and again, like, I'm just deep-rooted <clears throat> with the mm -hmm. why. And I'm deep-rooted with respecting people's support mm -hmm. of you. Yes. You know, like, oh, yeah. they never believe in me. They never want to. You're right. Sometimes sometimes it's culture. And even though you're kicking ass, maybe your parents just don't believe in you because it's not you. It's just Mm -hmm. You're doing something against the grain. Like we joke with fat sometimes, right? Like fat's not a doctor, a lawyer, or a nurse, you know? So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> maybe like family is just like a little bit taken back by that, you know? But then once you're successful, they support you. But we're talking about having a conversation with your family and then them just going, hey, I'm blind to this and whatever you want to start going, but I, I believe in you. Mm -hmm. I support you. Mm -hmm. I trust you. Mm -hmm. Whew. Those are some powerful powerful words and, and if they're not to you they should be or should they, they should be, be. yeah because now there's now it's subjective to have you worn out their fucking trust have you worn out your word mm -hmm. should they mm -hmm. or should they say you're full of shit yeah. <laughs> get yeah. back to your whatever you're doing right. I, I don't know that's subjective yeah. and obviously and, and like, that's up to you to for you to determine right correct in yeah. in life experience and in writing your own story and man that's a whole nother mm. i think friday we're going to cover writing your own story yeah and I being like the being the star of your own mm -hmm. movie. Mm -hmm. um, a, a big guy that I look up to is, you know, is, is Tosh, Brian mm -hmm. Sean Tosh. Call him Tosh, Crooked Butterfly. He's our he's our ghost co-host. <laughs> he's like our third, third co-host. Tosh, if yeah. you are listening to this and you can timestamp when this is, like, I'll buy you. He's, he's a co-host. Beef jerky he's for a, a co-host, whether he likes <laughs> it or not. He just yeah, doesn't no know shit, it. right? Yeah, By association. Is. But yeah. no, <clears throat> great guy. He mentioned it. I'm not sure if it just came from him organically or... Um, or he heard it from another podcast. I've heard it from Joe Rogan before. Be a you know, be mm -hmm. the star of your own movie. And mm -hmm. hey, this isn't who you are. It's where you're at. Start over. And yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that's where he got it. Sometimes people just concoct mm -hmm. the same idea. Ironically, mm -hmm. and it's it's a good analogy. Like, hey, be the star of your own movie. You know, and or write your own story. Yeah. I think it's. I think a lot of us kind of come to that because we can relate to movies. We can relate to how you know emotionally how would it feel to be the star of a movie, mm -hmm. or emotionally how would it feel to be the star of a book. So I'm not going to speak for Tosh and say that he he heard Joe Rogan talk. It might have came from him. Wouldn't surprise me. Smart guy. Super on point with with just a lot of his thoughts and how deep he mm -hmm. goes with it. So um, don't want to speak to that. But we have heard it from a couple different places. And I do want to say that 
I feel like I've heard that enough over the past year that it's, it's a common theme right mm-hmm. now of being the star of your own movie, writing your own story. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people still don't do it. We're going to leave it at that because I think that's going to be a great Friday a Friday podcast. Yeah. It's a teaser, but do me a favor if you're still listening. I, one, I appreciate if you are. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, like for me, my you know, take your experiences and just capitalize as much as you can on them and, and put weight. For me, my first big moment with that was deciding to join the Marine Corps and be a part of the infantry during a time of war, leaving a significant career behind mm-hmm. and um and just <clears throat> understanding that loved ones are supporting me mm-hmm. and they trust me that I am really doing and look man you can die doing that okay it's a time of war and you're a marine and it's infantry so you know I, I don't want to over romanticize all of this but the fact of the matter is friends and family are worried about your safety yeah. and whether you're going to survive yeah. bottom line <clears throat> so when you're telling them that that's what you want to do and they're supporting you, you better be in tune with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you better know, man, that's what I want to go do. That's what I want to have be delivered. Have conviction in yourself. Have conviction yeah. Yeah. with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then once they support you, please understand the weight behind support and trust that they're giving you. And if you've never had an experience like I've had that allows you to resonate and reflect back on, that's okay too. Because I didn't have one prior to that. Mm-hmm. But now I got it, and I use it with every single thing that I do in life down to daily actions and how committed I am to being better for everyone else around me that believes in me and trusts me. And that's from family, friends, you guys on this podcast that we do business every day with, clients. It bleeds through everything I do because I have that perspective. And just from a civilian standpoint, a lot of you guys may have a hard time relating with real, true life and death. But, you know, just being around Will and being able to, like, feel his emotion from that and understand the level of conviction that you should have gets me thinking. And then when I'm thinking, I'm like, God, this is fucking life. Like, this is life mm-hmm. or death. You know, I got my wife at home, my son at home. my He's my legacy. You know, yeah. like, you look at all the people, 10 agents on our team that are relying on us. This, these are people's lives. People's, not, not, not that they're going to die or something, but people's livelihood is at yeah. stake. It well, matters. Livelihood. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> it is. And they're trusting you with it. Right. I think there should be weight. It's now, a big fucking deal. You're right. And if you've never had that perspective that I've had, if you've never had that moment that lets you resonate, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just understand beyond scaling, beyond, I'm looking at my notes here, right? Beyond scaling, beyond being exclusive, mm-hmm. beyond, man, I'm getting so busy with business and what should I do with it? Before any of that even happens, or maybe, maybe it's starting to happen and it's just gonna, now your business is going to start requiring you to dedicate more time and now you're in that transition this can be your moment where you really have have a good wake-up call from a podcast that says listen trust and support and faith in someone is a big damn deal mm-hmm. and if you and if you understand what it takes for people to give that to you then that's going to give you like your your, your motivation and your yeah. purpose and your yeah. wise into like what are you doing every day and getting mm-hmm. through tough times and I guarantee you, if you carry any amount of weight with that, and you're on, and you've and prior to that you've been honest with yourself about what you want to go dive into, I got a really hard time thinking you're going to fail. Mm-hmm. I really do, man, because there's just so much, just strength, yeah, and, and persistence and yeah. weight behind that, man. My wife or my family mm-hmm. and my family trust me to go out and do everything that I can. Mm-hmm. There's not a bad phone call I can have that touches that. There's yeah. not a bad client I can have that touches. Yeah. It just won't, man. And saying no, again, is easy. Yeah. 
it's saying those easy. If you're about yeah. to go on a mission, you guys got a mission, right? You're heading out and you guys are doing your thing, getting all your gear ready and you're about ready to go out. And someone asks you, Hey dude, can you come and do this little mission real quick? No, no problem. Right. Right. No, right. <laughs> no, right. You're not no, we're on a fucking mission. And just staying focused. Yes. No, hundred yes. percent. Yeah. Good, good analogy in a hundred percent. And, you know, a little bit of a heavy hearted Monday. Hopefully you guys stuck with me a little bit with some of this. I, th I think it's super important. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of us maybe need that sometimes. And maybe some of you, you already have that support from your family. You already have the faith and, and the trust and the love and, and just everything that you need to get going. But maybe you've been so busy focused on getting going, you haven't resonated with what they gave you. Mm. And if you mm -hmm. back up and you resonate a little bit with what they gave you, you don't got to find that motivation, man. It's already there. You just got to have some perspective on that. And I think that's going to give you some, some direction and some, some truth and just conviction. Like mm -hmm. you say, man, to, mm -hmm. to everything that you're doing every day, you know, and for me, man, I kind of want to leave it at that. I like you know? it. I like it. I like it as well. We'll see you guys Friday, writing your own story. Have a good week, guys. Happy Monday. Thank you. Out.